Hey friends, welcome to the Life with Chris and Tatum podcast, where each week we'll talk about practical and relevant topics to help you live a life of freedom and purpose. Thanks for joining us today. For more information, please visit lifefellowship.tv. And now let's tune in with Chris and Tatum. Hey, everybody. Good to have you again with another episode of Life with Chris and Tatum. Hey, guys. Thanks for joining us this week. We always count it an honor when you uh, take the time to drive in your car or listen in your house and uh, or at join the gym us when you're working you're out at. listening to the to the to this we are so thankful and we're so thankful for so many of you that share this and you uh you, you send it to your family and friends yep i am really 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 excited about today tell us why babe well i've got a great great dear friend of mine that is going to be with me today us uh before though I introduce you to my to my friend Nathan, I have another friend. Pickens is in the studio here with us. Nathan's hanging out with us. Hanging out now. Now Nathan, before we start here, uh, we've never done this before. I, I want you just to to sing. What what was that song that you were just singing? It's called Back to Life. Back Back to Life. Yes. Yeah. Just sing. Just sing one <laughs> one verse of it. I just. Yes. How many of y'all wish that you had a Nathan in your home? You know, everybody. You know, just while you're drinking coffee in the morning and you're and you're reading your word, and then you're just like, okay, I'm popping in. Okay, pop in. Just sing it, man. Sing it. No longer I who live, but Christ in me. For I've been born again. My heart is free, the hope of heaven before me, the grave behind, hallelujah, you brought me back. The enemy thought Oh, I love me. that part there. <laughs> Jesus Come on, man. Oh. Uh, that That's one of my what? favorite parts of that whole yeah. song. Do you remember the Sunday that we did that? I that, remember. I, we finished up the service and I was like, I love that so much. Amanda. She killed it, right? She came running back out there. She's <laughs> like, what? Oh, man. She, finger she has power when she sings. <laughs> so good. So, so good. Well, today we're excited um, because I've got my friend with me, Eric Marsh. And Eric, uh, we have known each other now for what, eight years? Oh, at least. At least yeah. eight years. Yeah, maybe nine. Maybe nine. Isn't that yeah. crazy? Oh, it has. It's been, it's been wonderful. We've, to know you guys, I and guess. and you and and your wife Laura as well. Uh, you guys are some of our dearest friends. We love you so much, and I respect you so much. Of not only your walk with God, but uh, you as a man, you as probably one of the the godliest uh, men that I know. And I'm not just saying that. I mean, I, re- I really believe it. And I'm so excited about what we're going to talk about today. Now. Uh, we're going to be speaking on on what? what? What is the topic? Well, I think I think what we were going to talk about, Chris, is really the secrets of of good leadership or great leadership. Yes, and and I think I, I took it in the context in the business community, mm-hmm. as well as in God's world as well. But so um, tell us a little bit. Give everyone a little uh, understanding of what you've done in business, and then let's jump into these. Five areas. Okay. All right. Well, so so I start out. I'm a petroleum engineer by by trade. I have an advanced degree at Duke University. Um, so like a, a, a so not just a degree, an advanced degree. 
That's at true. Duke. Who is the re- who is the rival of the Duke? What is the well? North Carolina is obviously their rival. Okay, um, but I'm a I'm a I'm a Wyoming cowboy guy. I'm a, I'm a I went to school at the University of Wyoming at, at, for petroleum engineering. Uh-huh. That's that's what I call home. So um, anyway, uh, you know, uh, I think the rest of most of my career was spent as a petroleum engineer. I worked for uh, two large companies. And those companies um, became quite large. One was called Questar Corporation. Another one was called Incana. I advanced up the ranks, um, built lots of teams, um, built um, areas where we would go in and acquire maybe uh, a, a, a leasehold, and then we would we would develop it to, to produce natural gas. Most of my career has been on the natural gas side of, of the energy equation. Um, I also had a team that actually studied um, energy fundamentals for the entire North America, and so um, I'm somewhat familiar with with those things. They stu- well. So that is that include Canada too? Canada as well, yeah. I, I actually ran a team in Canada. Laura and I lived in um, in Calgary, and I had a team up in uh, in Canada as well. But uh, so I built a lot of teams, and and that's kind of what I'm trying to get at mm-hmm. uh, today. It's fair to say you've done a little leading. Eric. <laughs> I have. And a lot of them, you know, you start out with maybe like, you, you know, like I was the second employee for a company that eventually ends up being, you know, 5,500 wow, employees. 5,500? And yeah. you were the second? You were with it till it grew to 5,500? Yeah yeah. 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 And so, and so, and and we would create business units within that. And and I, I, I'd run seven or eight different business units. Um, and then when I got done with big kind of, you know, oil and gas type things, I went out and 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 um, you know had the luxury to um, to start our own company, and it's called Vine Energy. Uh, comes from the the book of of uh, John chapter fifteen five, and so um, you know I we, love that how you have made sure that the Lord is honored in in the companies that you've been a part of, and, yeah. and especially Vine because you didn't just call it you know. Yeah. Whatever yeah. Marsh, Marsh Oil Company, Marsh Oil Company. Yeah. you yeah, should yeah. know. Yeah. I'm I'm calling in the it. Name of it. I'm, yeah. It's it's in the name of the Lord. Yeah, yeah. I think that's really important, and 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 we'll talk about that in a minute. But I think it's really important that you, um, that y- you, well, uh, one thing I'll, I'll get into, but God has a season for everything, right? Ecclesiastic says it the best. Solomon says mm-hmm. says you know there's a time to be born, there's a time to die, mm-hmm. there's a time to plant, there's a time to harvest. And I think there's a time that God moves you to do things on your own. And that was my time. It was probably 2014. I had the opportunity to do that. And it wasn't like it just rained down from heaven. I, I always say there's the, the way God works is, is he, he opens the doors. Mm-hmm. I walk in and do the work. Mm-hmm. And he, 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 he will sustain what he creates. And if he created it, and you and and you honor him with with that. He will sustain that business, mm-hmm. and he, he'll do well with it. Yeah. So so that's that's kind of how Vine gets its start, and uh, it's it's just one kind of miracle after another miracle um, when we were able to with with a team of like four people. Well, you started with just you and your wife. It was Laura and I. Yeah, Laura was out. She was going to uh, she was going to you know the computer store buying computers and and things like that and paper and pencils and things oh, like that. Wow. And we had a little office and, and had four or five offices. And uh, I, I ended up hiring uh, three or four people. And um, and we 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 then had the opportunity to um, to 
you know, uh, look back on some of our relationships that I'd had previously with mm-hmm. with Shell, for instance, and, and we bought we bought a big asset in North Louisiana that was undeveloped, you know, mostly undeveloped, and we began to 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 do wow. that. And before it's all said and done, Vine is a was a top ten producer of natural gas in the United States. Top ten. The top ten. Yeah. And um, and so you know that season came valued at what. Um, well, we ended up selling the, the, the company ultimately for, for $2.3 billion, uh, and it starts out at zero. So <laughs> it probably had negatives on it because, uh, because you know, we, uh, we didn't have any assets. Yeah. Okay, so you're the right man to talk to us then. <laughs> Perhaps. About, about this. Yeah. I'm so intrigued about what... Now, I've not even seen anything that you've, that you've got down. So let, let's start with, okay. with the, the first one here. So, 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 what I want to talk about is five five secrets of of great leaders. Okay, so the first thing a, a leader has to be he has to be a clear thinker. Okay, and who can simplify strategy mm-hmm. into actions. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got an idea mm-hmm. or a strategy, yep. but most people can't figure out how to go from the strategy yep. to put it in action yep. where you get something to done. Play the play, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, we can draw up all the plays you want, yes. Tatum. You know, like yeah. you said, you can draw up all the plays, but yep. you've got to have somebody execute those plays, right? Yeah. And so, to me, that's number one. Now, so so many people that I've seen, they have great. I mean, they they have great vision at the beginning of the year. They make these resolutions. They they might hear a message on a weekend and they're inspired of the Lord, but it's not enough just to have the a inspiration good or a yeah. good intention. Yeah. It's the follow through, like the ability to then do what you set your heart or your mind, your focus to actually do. So, so you're saying though that it's it's not just enough to just to have uh, have the clear uh, clear intentions. It's the follow through that distinguishes. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a lot of great strategy, but there's very few companies that execute well. It's just like there's a lot of great strategies in football, mm-hmm. but there's very few teams that mm-hmm. execute those strategies yep. well. So to me, it's about how do you how do you take a, a concept mm-hmm. and then convert it to something that's an actionable item. Yep. So what do you, what do you think is one of the secrets to cre- uh, to being a good executor? Um, f- uh, extreme. Uh, focus on all the different drivers of the business. Um, I fundamentally would believe that I could run almost any type of business because the fund there are basic fundamentals mm-hmm. on it. There's there's operating costs. There's capital expenditures. There's operating costs. There's um, there's um, you know obviously profit and loss. If if you know how to run a business, then I think staying focused on those items are the things that will set you apart in your mm-hmm. execution. But you also have to have an extreme um, extreme interest in the technology that your company has. Mm-hmm. Uh, interest in what people do and having a passion to do that mm-hmm. is, is also what set good leaders apart. Um, so the, the thing about vision that you talk about is, is that Vision. A great leader has a vision of his company, but the the one part I think you you probably should should think about is that I believe that fundamentally you can only do one thing very well, maybe two things, mm-hmm. and so we call it core strategies. Mm-hmm. So you'd have one core strategy. I, I used to say we do one thing and mm-hmm. we do it well, mm-hmm. and that was natural gas development. That's what we did. Yeah, we we weren't we weren't developing you know oil properties in the Middle East. We weren't developing yep. you know North Shore stuff or yep. offshore stuff. We we did one thing, and that was resource development in natural gas. 
and we did it the best we knew how. Yeah. Yep. You know, there's a verse that I'm thinking about. Paul wrote to Timothy, and he said, what you give yourself wholly to will appear unto all. So w- when you are focused on whatever that is, it's going to eventually appear into all. And so you guys were very focused. You know, again, the, the reason why people fail is broken focus. And I heard you say that again and again, like there's such power in being focused. If you're going to be an executor, you got to be focused on the task at hand. And you can't be focused, and you're right. You know, it, it really makes sense that it, Confucius said, he who ch- chases two rabbits, yeah. both will escape. You know? Yeah, yep, that's right. And yeah. the this whole idea of, uh, what you give yourself wholly to. And, and so many people are, they're so, uh, they're, they're watered down with their life. And so they never become distinguished in something. That's right. Because they're just doing too many things. And then they're running rampant and they're exhausted and then they're just not seeing a good return on it. I always say that, you know, what you give yourself wholly to, you know, if you, if you give yourself wholly to, you know, going to eat at CC's buffets, it will eventually appear into all. <laughs> if you give yourself wholly to, you know, studying, uh, God's word, it'll eventually appear into all. Yeah. If you give yourself wholly to whatever, what, whatever it is, it will eventually appear into all. And that's really uh, some great advice there that we've got to, that you're saying here is that in order to be great executors, we've got to be focused on the task at hand. That's right. And not have too many tasks. I mean, you can't, you can't put all your focus and your energy on. Did you find things? that you it's found like, a lot? Of, was there a lot of um, opportunities for you to get distracted, like trying to pull you off focus all the time? Oh yeah, as, I, a, I, as a leader, I think that's the death of most large corporations in, mm-hmm. in America today. Is is that what what I saw happen was as time would go on. Um, for instance, we we spent all our early days really focused on the business at hand. That's drilling natural gas wells, developing that resource, having plans that allowed us to do it profitably. Um, we, we did that in the early days. As time would go on and we would develop such a large staff, we spent almost all our time doing things like HR-related items, like you know benefits and things like that. Now, don't get me wrong. People are super important, and that's yeah. you know the third point mm-hmm. I'd probably make to you. But but I would I would say that what happens is leaders end up spending way too much time mm-hmm. focused on the non-business side mm-hmm. of the of the company and too much focused on other things. Yeah. You know, um, and that's back, a recipe for death. It is. It is to me. And 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 the third part I would probably tell you: you got to get the right people in the right in the right chairs. Uh, people are are, are key. Right? Get the best people for each of those individual jobs. Never stop interviewing people. Mm-hmm. Always think about, can, can, I, can I actually high grade that position? You yeah. told me at one time that you spent every Friday interviewing people all day long. Yeah. Almost two years, our first two years at Encana, wow. I interviewed every Friday all day long. Okay, oh we need to come goodness. back and do a, a, a podcast with Eric, and you on teach us how to, yes. how to win on an interview. Woo. Wouldn't that be great? That would be great. Oh, Everybody needs yeah. to know that. You're all, yeah. You want to know how to stand out above the yep. average? Yeah. And that'd be fun. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Yeah, I'd love to hear some of the doozies uh, that you had. Some of the, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, some of the interesting <laughs> ones and some of the people you were really impressed and why you were impressed by them. And, uh, okay. But we're not doing that today. No, yep. we may, we have, we're only we going to chase one rabbit right now. Okay, yeah. Those it's chase two rabbits, both will escape. So, so what, what other items, um, can I give you on secrets of a leader? And then, then I'd like to add a couple other items. The other thing I would tell you is a couple of things. One, spend a lot of time with your direct reports. 
number the next one, celebrate your accomplishments. Oh, I that's think that's huge. super yeah. super important because reward people not only monetarily at the end of the year, say, but verbally as you go. It's yeah. really important to make people feel um, that they were part of yeah. the victory that occurred. And everybody is a part of, it, in a company, everybody is a part of the That's victory huge. that occurred. Yep. And celebrate those accomplishments often. Um, we um, we did that at Vine. We did that at Canada. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a big part of our culture. Mm-hmm. It builds culture um, to do that. And yeah, then... Uh, and yeah. then Go ahead. Go, go ahead, Chris. No, no, I was going to say this this celebrating accomplishments. You were I, I saw you just perking up right there cuz you're really good at this. Well, I see the value in it when people know that they are valued and that they matter that they were a part of the win yep. and that you recognize that. I think it affects the culture like you were saying. So, can you uh, this is kind of like off the cuff, but can you tell us like one or two ways, like ha- how you would celebrate them besides monetarily? You said like with your words. So as a leader that you should be intentional with thanking them, like going around, appreciating them, encouraging them. Is there some like fun way that um, other ways that you would celebrate the win? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We, we, we never ran out of ideas celebrating. Okay. Uh, so, so that, that, that I'm going to tell you. Boy, I love that. We never ran out of ideas no, to no, celebrate. No, we had some great ones, but the first step is most leaders are going to have eight or nine direct reports, eight direct reports. What's really important is that on a regular basis, you um, point out in front of the group, mm-hmm. something that somebody did very mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be it could in front be of the group. In front of the group, that's yep. that's key. Very important. Yep. Very important. And and you need to think subliminally about. I need to I need to acknowledge everybody at the table because mm-hmm. we're all contributing to the same. Some are some are doing more than others. We know that, but the reality is, it's all contributing. Taking all of them to do it. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. And so I think it's just super important that you acknowledge their efforts mm-hmm. um, in mm-hmm. front of their peers. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's that's step number that's one. Huge. You know, yeah. my dad would always tell me he'd say, "Chris, people rise to the level of your praise; they'll fall to the level of your criticism." That's right. That's yeah. right. One of one of one of the things I would say that you can't do enough of is is compliment people mm-hmm. and 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 um, tell them what a good job they've done, but also be brutally honest on performance as well because mm-hmm. you can also you can also um, get in that trap where you don't yeah. you don't have reality about yes. how mm-hmm. we're really you're doing. not just want to puff them up for the sake of you feel good, but here's some mm-hmm. things yeah. that you need to work on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you got to work. Can on I that. just break this down just twenty seconds here for those of you that are listening who? Um, Maybe you don't see yourself as a leader in a company or in a career right now because you're raising kids and, and uh, man, that's your focus. That's your job. I'm thinking about um, the way that this applies. And what I'm seeing in my mind is a, is a mom with her kids sitting around the dinner table. And all of your kids are, you know how the day goes, like you're worn out. They've been doing this. They've been doing that. Maybe you've given them chores. You've given them, I want this to be done. And the power in taking the moment, like you're saying and saying like, look at what Nash did today for the, you know, the sake of kids when our ours were little, like you made your bed this morning and you did, you, you got outside and I asked you to pick up the trash and you did like, when we do that as parents, what a beautiful way that not only brings life and encouragement to our to that child, but raises the 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 level among the other kids seeing yep. like, well, you get dessert first or you get two pieces of whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? This works, this applies yep. in families. 
it works, yes, in business, but I think it's so important. I know a lot of you who are listening. Maybe you're in your 20s, your 30s, and you have young families at home, and you're you're thinking, like, I'm not in corporate America right now. But you can take so many of these principles and bring them home and uh, and see the difference that it makes in your kids' lives as you're leading them. Woohoo! That's good. That was good, honey. That's good. Preach it. <laughs> All right. The um, the other thing Chris asked me to talk about and to um, to to add a thought or two on uh, five keys to living a life of of accomplishment. You wanna you wanna talk about that for a minute? Should we save it for next week? You tell us how we are, babe. I want to save it for next week. Okay. Because I, there's so many questions I have for you on this. Uh, so before we go though, uh, I, I do want to ask you. Just you've you've had a um, a very um, a life that has been uh, that can be dis- uh, classified as an unforgettable life. The things that God's allowed you to do, just for fun, just for kicks. What's what's something that you've done in your life that you think, man, everybody should try that. Everyone should go do, should go do that. Oh well, that's back to our celebrating our accomplishments. I was gonna, I, I lost that thought for a second. Um, one of the things we did, which I thought was pretty cool, was spelunking. What? 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 Spelunking. I don't even know this word. That word means like cave, going in caves. And wait, where'd you guys go? We were Who'd in Col- you take? we were in Colorado. Okay. We had an office in Denver. Say and the word spelunking. Spelunking. Uh-huh. Spelunking. God bless yeah. you. And, and so <laughs> and so. We had made some great production goal. I don't even remember what it was, but the okay. whole team, and it was a team of probably a few hundred people, so three or 400 people. Okay. And there are places in the world that have caves. Yeah. And you go in and you go through these caves, but as you get further and further back into them, the caves sometimes get smaller and smaller mm. and smaller to where you're now you're on your hands and knees crawling through crawling through these caves you have guides and people taking you, you and somebody's you can. got a you light maps. a flashlight have, or something that's right and, and you have did you have a guide light? at this point no oh, no so it was just your team but we had let's hope bill doesn't come back <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> check that there's, there's there's one there's one place in colorado it's it's up around grand Jung, or um, um uh, glenwood springs colorado when you get to the end of this tunnel and you look out you're five thousand feet above the the, what? the, the drop, like the like uh-huh. it, it goes five thousand yeah. feet straight down. That's right. You're, you wait, wait, wait. Let me get this straight. You climb through this cave. You're just like squeezing through, and you finally get to this massive opening. Yep. And it no, goes, it's not massive. It's about this big. I mean, you barely you all can just get look out, of out, it. out, or you yeah. climb out of it and stand, no, you, you don't you just want to climb out. out of it. You would never do Did, that. But. but does it go into a cavern? or just like a hole. Then that just goes it just, down. just goes out into the literally. It goes straight down and down on the bottoms of river that. That this this river has cut this channel in the in these two. But the river is so five thousand cool. feet it's under. Like, like it could, I could be off a little bit. Four thousand feet, something like that. But yeah. Oh my goodness! And, and, and so your whole team went. Our whole team did it. What? That's yeah. So, so cool. that's fun. Did you that's did so you yell cool. out and like, hey? Oh yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Was and, it cold? Uh, it, damp. It, and, yes. So inside the earth, once you get six feet under the earth, it's fifty five degrees all the time. Yeah. And um, and so if you get a little deeper, it'll get a little cooler than that. But you know, you're maybe fifty degrees. So it's how far cool. down were you guys at this point? Um, we we actually well, up, it's kind of right? like a mountain. Oh, and, and we went across through the mountain. This is the way to kind of think about it. It was a natural cave. Uh huh. Yeah, it had been washed away by water. Okay, now it, where where was this again? It's a it's near um, uh, Grand uh, uh, Glenwood Springs, Colorado. 
Okay. Yeah. We, we need, that, we need to go do that. Uh, oh, t- tell uh, one more thing before we go. And guys, you got to be back next week. We are going to have so much fun talking about uh, how to live a life where you are distinguished and accomplished in your life. And Eric, you got a lot to teach us. But tell us this wonderful gift that your wife got you here for, uh, that Laura got you for, uh, I think it was Christmas, wasn't it? it oh, it, we're going to, but yeah, Laura. Laura's always buying me so many cool gifts, but this one's going to be fun. We're going to go uh, ride in a hot air balloon, and and we're going to go up and um, and there there we're going to be two or three thousand feet in the air. How cool would uh, that be? And um, so yeah, we're going to do that. That's so never cool. done that one. And so uh, she bought that for the me. Queen and, of and celebrations. Those are great. Those are really gifts great and cool ideas. I bought Tatum a. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I've bought Tatum a bunch of. What? I won't. I won't say what. Okay. I was like, what is what? Say? No, it was. I was going to tell you that I, I bought you our, our little dog Ellie Stop. as a celebration. I was going to say that, and then he's bringing you know, it up. Yeah. Yes. And she just passed and away. We just lost our yeah. little girl, but yeah, she was a good gift. She was great. Wow, this has been a good. This has been really good. Thank you, Eric, for being with us today. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. yeah. You're welcome. It's and, been fun. Yeah. And I hope every one of you uh, take this, and I'd encourage you to maybe listen to it again and allow God to take uh, these principles of leadership um, to be focused so that you become somebody that you execute. You're not just one that hears something. You're the one that does the work. God's not called you just to hear the word, but to be doers of the word. And so I want to just encourage you to step out, do what God is asking you to do, and watch. You know, Eric made this great statement earlier on. He just said that I, I, when God opens doors, I walk through them. And for some of you, you have doors of opportunity that God has given to you, and it's time for you to step through those doors. Do it afraid. Step out. Trust God. And watch what he does in your life. That's good. All right. That's really good. All right, everybody. God bless you all. Have Hope you all have week. a great day. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.